George and Paul's Crime File. All right, and appropriately today, it's how many more did Ivan Milat murder? Englishman Paul Onions is the only person to have stared down the barrel of Ivan Milat's gun and lived. Malat had picked up the young hitchhiker on the outskirts of Sydney and when Malat produced a revolver and aimed it at him, Onions escaped in a hail of bullets and reported his ordeal to the Barrel Police. The report was filed and forgotten. Tragically, if the police had have acted efficiently on Paul Onion's report of the 1990 incident, Ivan Milat could possibly have been apprehended a lot sooner and, due to his extensive past record, put in jail for a long time for attempted murder, which would have saved the lives of the victims to come. Ivan Robert Marco Malat murdered seven young backpackers in the Belangelo State Forest south of Sydney between 1989 and 1992. And there seems little doubt that if it were not for Paul Onions escaping, Malat would have killed many more. The first indication that there was a serial killer on the loose was the discovery of the remains of two British female backpackers on September the 19th, 1992 in the Belangelo State Forest in the picturesque New South Wales Southern Highlands. The girls, Carolyn Clark and Joanna Walters, both 22, had been reported missing five months earlier. Their bodies were found not far from where Paul Onions escaped. Back home in England, Paul Onions read in the papers of the findings of the two English girls' remains and saw a map showing the area where he was almost murdered by Malat. It confirmed in his mind what he had suspected for a long time and that was that it was uh, what happened to him was not just a robbery attempt but part of something much, much more sinister. But having reported the incident to the Australian police, he figured that if what happened to him was relevant, they would get in touch with him. No one had. Paul Onion's suspicions were further confirmed almost a year later when the remains of another five hitchhikers, three women and two men, were found in the same area. Immediately he read of the gruesome discoveries, Paul Onions rang Australian police. They unearthed his report of the incident with Malat and flew him to Australia. The escape of Paul Onions must have shaken Ivan Milat as he seemingly stopped killing for almost a year. His next victim was solo German backpacker Simone Schmidl, who disappeared while, dis- while hitchhiking on the Hume Highway near the Belangelo State Forest on January 20, 1991. The German backpacking couple Gabor Negerbauer and Anger Hashid disappeared while hitchhiking on the Hume Highway in, on December the 26th, 1991. And on April 18, 1992, Joanne Walters and Caroline Clark the English backpackers went missing while hitchhiking south along the Hume Highway. 
Malat had already murdered Australian couple Deborah Everest and her boyfriend James Gibson on December 30, 1989, just three weeks before he tried to abduct Paul Onions. After the bodies were found in October and November 1993, after a massive police search, police made up a suspect list of possible offenders of previous offences. Ivan Malat's name was on that list. Since he had committed his first offence in 1962 as a 17-year-old, Malat had been in prison four times for an assortment of stealing offences and had been charged with the rape of a woman in 1971 and armed robberies. Secretly flown in from England on May 2nd, 1994, Paul Onions positively identified Malat from photographs as the man who had tried to kill him. At 6.40 on the morning of May 22nd, 1994, a convoy of vehicles armed, uh, full of armed uh, police descended on the Ivan Malat's home in Eagle Vale in Sydney's west and arrested him and charged him with the murders of seven backpackers and the attempted murder of another being Paul Onions. At Malat's home, they found articles of clothing and items that belonged to the victims. Gear belonging to the victims and Paul Onions was found at Malat's brothers, Richard's and Walter's homes and Malat's mother's home. They also found the gun that had killed several of the victims. Ivan Malat pleaded not guilty to murder. His defence was that two of his brothers had done it. That was his defence, George, that two of his brothers had done it. At this trial, it was revealed that the seven young backpackers had been sexually assaulted, stabbed, shot, used as target practice, decapitated, tortured, hacked and bludgeoned to death. After three days of deliberation, the jury returned a guilty verdict on seven counts of murder and one of the attempted murder of Paul Onions. Paul Ivan Malat was sentenced to life, never to be released, on seven counts of murder and to six years for the, the, the attempted abduction of Paul Onions. He has been in Supermax uh, inside uh, Goulburn Jail ever since. We can only ponder what, what, you know, what, what would have been the outcome had Ivan Milat been arrested, charged and sent to prison when he attempted to murder Paul Onions. We can only wonder what, what, what would have happened. Would Milat have been implicated in the murders of the Australian couple he had killed three days earlier when their bodies turned up three years later? We shall never know. And of the $200,000 reward that Paul Onions is eligible to claim, but yet has still to do so, the reward is that I got my life, he told 60 Minutes reporter Charles Woolley. I'm happy with that, really. Anything else is a bonus. And as far as I know, that $200,000 reward still hasn't been claimed. While there has been much debate over the years that Ivan Milat didn't act alone in some of the killings, there has never been any positive proof, any positive evidence produced to substantiate these suspicions. But police have good reason to believe that Ivan Milat is responsible for more than just the seven backpacker murders.
In 1987, an unclothed female skeleton remained uh, believed to be that of a female uh, backpacker who went missing uh, while hitchhiking around Australia was found in bush near Taree in the northern in New South Wales. At the time of her disappearance, it was believed that Ivan Malat was working for the Department of Main Roads as part of a resurfacing gang. Malat is also suspected of knowing about other mysterious disappearances in the district. In January 1988, the body of an 18-year-old hitchhiker, Peter Letcher, who had gone missing around November the 14th, 1987, was found in the Janolan State Forest, 160 kilometres west of Sydney. He had been shot in the head with 5.22 bullets and his head was wrapped in a material that, in an identical fashion to that of 1992 victim Caroline Clark. Letcher had gone missing on the, uh, the weekend before Malat's road crew was due to start road work nearby. Police have little doubt that the teenager was murdered by Malat. They believe that that is definitely his eighth victim. Malat is also suspected to be involved in the disappearance of two hitchhikers, Alan Fox and his fiancée, Aneki Adrianason, who went missing between Sydney and New South Wales North Coast in January 1979. Over the years, Ivan Malat uh, has attempted to escape from jail on numerous occasions and was the star resident at Goulburn Jail's uh, escape-proof Supermax prison. Despite numerous deathbed inquiries into the disappearances of his other alleged victims, Malat denies any knowledge of their, of their deaths and those of the victims he was found guilty of killing. And now, after all these years, it seems as though yet another investigation into how many murders Malat may have committed is underway. But I'm afraid it's a little too late. When asked by Sydney crime reporters Mark Whittaker and Les Kennedy, authors of the book of the backpacker murders called Sins of the Brothers, if Ivan was innocent, Boris Malat said his younger brother, he said of him, everywhere he's worked, people have disappeared, I know where he's been. If Ivan's done these murders, I reckon he's done a hell of a lot more. How many, Whitaker and uh, uh, Kennedy inquired, how many more murders? Oh, possibly 28, Boris replied. Gee. Ivan Millett died in jail in Long Bay overnight from terminal cancer after spending 23 years in jail. Uh, he is the most prolific individual serial killer in modern times. Good riddance. All right, that's Crime Fire for this week. It's uh, 10 to 10, 10 to 9 in Queensland. We'll come back with more.